Hello. Hi, guys. Like Siler said, my name is Josiah Fox, and I am very happy to be with you all here at SHIG. I'm a Christian ministry major at Trinity International University, and I've been a small group leader for the junior boys. I was... And most of you probably don't know who I am, which is actually kind of funny. I know I came on the fall retreat, and most people thought I was a junior boy, which I'll take as a compliment. But a little bit more about me. I was born here in Chicago. My parents went to Moody International University. And when I was two years old, we moved to Seattle and then ended up in Utah somehow. So most of my life, I've lived in Utah. So I love the mountains and I love the views Utah has to offer. I also have three sisters and one brother. And I'm the oldest by 17 minutes. And some of you are like, how does that work? Well, I have a twin sister who's actually a small group leader for the freshman girls here at SHIG. Her name's Hannah, for you guys that don't know. And like Siler said, I'm a diehard Michigan fan, which sadly they got knocked out of March Madness. But one, one other thing about me is I love soccer. I've played soccer ever since I could remember. I mean, my dad had me and my twin sister, Hannah, doing soccer drills in our living room before we could even walk. And, and soccer is what brought me to Trinity. I came, I came to Trinity to play soccer on scholarship. And one of the things I love about soccer, it, just, it has a way of just bringing people together. Soccer has been a tool for me to be connected to my closest friends. And my, my favorite soccer team is called Liverpool FC. And bef- before all COVID and before there were no fans, Liverpool had this tradition. They'd sing this song, you'll never walk alone before every match. And when you hear 53,000 people singing this song, it will give you chills. I just, I just want to read off the lyrics of the song. It's, when you walk through a storm, hold your head up high. At the end of the storm, there's a golden sky and the sweet silver song of a lark. Walk on through the wind, walk on through the rain. Through your dreams be tossed and blown. Walk on, walk on. With hope in your heart, and you'll never walk alone. And what I love about this song is it, it, it speaks such a powerful message that even, even through storm, through hard times in life, we can walk on holding our head up high because we never walk alone. And so my, my soccer team at Trinity, we, we have something similar to this saying. We, we call ourselves a brotherhood, meaning that we're together, we're a family. And on campus, you can't find another soccer player ever walking alone. There's always another soccer player right next to him. Some people on campus call us a cult. We call it a brotherhood. But this was all kind of challenged actually this week. And, and it all started after a game on Monday. We had just lost. It was kind of brutal. And, and one of my teammates decided it'd be a good idea 
to start a water fight that would flood the top floor of our dorm. So if you've never been to Trinity, there's a dorm called Madsen, and there's two floors. And to each floor, there's four suites, and in each suite, there's six people to a room. So our, our top floor is four whole suites of soccer guys. So it's six soccer guys to each suite. And, and in our hallway, we started a water fight. And it, and it, it all started one night when my, one of my teammates decided to pour water on someone's head. And this led to an all-out war. And, and you can imagine people filling up whatever they could find. We were filling up bowls, pans, cups, and pouring water all over our hallway. It got everywhere. It got, it got to the point where my suite realized we had water guns at home. So that weekend, we were going to go get water guns to prepare for the next battle, which is what happened Monday night. And so Monday night's chaos. Everyone's shooting water guns. They're pouring water everywhere in our hallway. And, and all of a sudden, my teammate, who hasn't really been a part of it, he's been in his room doing homework. He decides, I want to get involved. And so his brilliant idea was to grab a storage container, fill it with water in our shower, and proceeds to call it the aqua nuke. And being college guys, we all think this is a brilliant idea. We love it. We start scheming. I go, give me two water guns. I'll run outside. I'll do a knee slide like you see in the movies, and I'll spray everyone. I'll take one for the team and get soaking wet so we can pour the aqua nuke on three or four guys. That was the plan. And we should have known at that moment everything was going to go wrong. But... We didn't. We decided to go through with it anyways. So I'm doing this cool movie action stunt, sliding through a hallway, spraying guys with water guns. I'm getting soaked. And all of a sudden, I hear two of my teammates carrying this aqua nuke, because it's too heavy to carry it for one person to carry. And they're running into our hallway. And all I remember is seeing one of my teammates go, what in the world is that? And books it down the stairs out, outside, outside, or out, yeah, out of the way. And, and as soon as they go to pour it on someone, it tips over and covers the floor. Now at this point, the floor is covered with water up to my ankles. And at this moment, I knew... I knew we were in trouble. So we're all rushing. We're grabbing as many towels or whatever we can to dry it up. And not 10 seconds later, the fire alarm goes off. Now, who would have thought water can set off the fire alarm? I know we didn't. And and so we're all rushing to get changed because we're soaking wet. We don't want to go outside. And and we're forced to because there's alarms going everywhere. Everyone's pissed they have to come outside because it's like 11.30 at night. And as soon as we see fire trucks pull up and the police pull up, we go, oh no, this could be really bad. And we're, we're, we're out here hoping, hey, maybe, maybe someone pulled the fire alarm. 
or, or, or maybe there's actually a real fire. Like that would be so much better than what actually happened. But, but we see the RA walk up to us and we know, we know we're in trouble. And it, it was at this moment, we all knew we had a decision to make. We could turn on each other and somehow get out of this punishment and maybe blame it on one or two guys. Or we could stand as a brotherhood and not allow the guy next to us to walk alone. And I'm not telling you this story to encourage any of you to go off to college and flood the top floor of your dorm room. It's not a good idea. It's dumb and it comes with consequences. I still don't know how they're going to punish us for the damages. But I think this song and this story not only reminds me that we're not alone in life, but it's, it's easier when bad things happen to walk through it with somebody else. And this leads me to my big idea. Is that with Jesus, you never walk alone. And this, this leads me into the passage, which is Matthew 14, verses 22 through 33. And if you have your Bibles, you can open there. It might be on the screen. But verse, verse 22 starts, Immediately Jesus made the disciples get into a boat and go on ahead of him to the other side, while he dismissed the crowd. After he dismissed them, he went, up, he went up on the mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was there alone, and the boat was already in a considerable distance from land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage, it is I. Don't be afraid. Lord, if it is you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came towards Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and began to sink. He cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You have little faith, he said. Why did you doubt? And when they, they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. And those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. And this passage tells us a couple things. And one of the things I got from this passage is it's telling us to look for Jesus and to Jesus. We see that Peter is surrounded by a storm. But, but as he is looking to Jesus, he's not sinking. The, the problem comes for Peter when, when he stops looking at Jesus. In, in life can be a storm. For a lot of people, this last year has felt like a storm. There's been fear, anxiety, depression. There's been distractions throughout this year. And and people have faced many hardships in this storm. And, And it can be easy to lose sight of Jesus. 
I know there have been many times in my life where I have lost sight of Jesus. And I told you all that I, w- I was a soccer player. In my freshman year, I came into Trinity just to play soccer. I think I was an undecided, like, sports and wellness management major. And I came just for soccer. But, but we had this standard, which was running... Two miles and 12 minutes and 30 seconds, which I couldn't get. I ran it 16 times and failed every time. And, and this just put me in a state of depression. And I was so fearful because all my worth and value that I found in myself was in soccer. And, and this soccer became a distraction that caused me to look away from Jesus. And I had this moment throughout that year that felt like in the story, Jesus reaching out to Peter and telling him, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And I felt like Jesus was telling that to me. And it's important to know Jesus is worthy of faith because not only did he save us from death on the cross, but he saves us through the storm in our life. He reaches out his hand and saves us. And even when there's hard times and there's storms in our life, Jesus wants us to look for him and to keep looking. And, and this leads me to my next point, is that fear sinks us. I mean, who here is scared of something? I know I'm scared of something. I am terrified of spiders, which seems pretty irrational if you think about it. Like, I'm bigger than a spider. I'm probably stronger than a spider. I can easily kill a spider for the most part. But I am terrified. It it gets to the point where I have to have my twin sister, Hannah, come into my room and kill a spider for me because I can't do it. There's something about a spider that just leaves me paralyzed with fear. And, And fear just has this way of sinking us. And we see in this, in this passage that Peter had faith. It took a lot of faith for Peter to step out of that boat and walk on water. And we, but we see as soon as Peter noticed the storm around him, fear grabs hold of him, and he started to sink. And my question to you guys is, what in life causes you fear? I know when Siler asked me to preach, I was pretty terrified. I've, that same feeling I, that I get when I see a spider kind of hit my gut. And then Siler's like, oh yeah, you can pick whatever topic you want, no problem. I was like, Siler, don't do this to me. Like, I already am fearful of preaching. Now I got to pick what I got to talk about? My first response was, response was, oh no. I don't know what to do. And as I was going through verses that I was thinking about, 
talking on. This story of Peter kind of hit home. And as I read through it, I realized I am Peter. I feel like Jesus is calling me to do certain things in life. And, and, but this fear can grab hold of me and stop me from doing what Jesus has called me to do. I'm sure Jesus has put a calling on each and every one of your hearts. And there will probably be a moment where you notice the storm around you and that fear will sink you in. And I want to encourage you that you have nothing to fear because with Jesus, you never walk alone. And this, this leads me to my third and final point. Is you, can, you can choose to worry or worship. In an instant, the men went from worrying about their circumstances to worshiping Christ. And this is such a cool story, or a cool moment in the story. It's almost as if the disciples realize they have nothing to fear because they're with Jesus. They're walking with Jesus. And life is full of worries. Just this last week, I had three soccer games, a presentation, and a 20-plus page paper. And I was writing this sermon, all to do within two weeks in a week. I was very worried. I was worried about how I was going to produce something. If it was going to be quality, how I was going to get it all done. And I know as, as a high school student, I had a ton of worries as well. I'm sure you guys all have worries. And what in your life are you worrying about? But more, more importantly, what in your life can you turn from worrying to worship? And it could be something as simple as that, that test you have been working so hard to get a good grade on. You've been studying really hard. And, and you've been stressing all week about passing this test. And when that, when that teacher hands that test back to you and you see that nice A, A plus, that's something you can turn from worry to worship. Or, or maybe you're worried about your future. Or you'd be worried about taking the ACT or SAT. Could be worried about not having high enough GPA or test scores to get you into the college that you want. I think this passage tells us that you don't have to worry. Just like Peter, God has called you by name to walk with him. Jesus called Peter to walk on water, something that is impossible to do, yet through faith, Peter can do it. And when we look at Jesus, we don't have to worry. Because God has called us by name into a walking relationship with him. So that we don't have to worry and we can worship him. And maybe tonight you, you came and you, you feel like you are Peter. Maybe you were obeying Jesus and you were taking steps towards him. 
and you got caught up on this storm in your life. And you started to lose focus on Jesus in your life. I know this year, it's, throughout this year, it's been true for me. It, maybe this storm in your life has been COVID. And how it's changed the whole world around us into what seems like a new normal. That's not very normal. And maybe things at school aren't going your way. Maybe you aren't getting the grades you want. Or you're struggling with online learning. Maybe you are fearful of the future that you might not get into the college that you want. Or even, even if you do, it might not be everything you thought it would be. And all these things can cause fear and panic in our lives. It can cause us to lose focus on the fact that Jesus is walking with us even through the storms and even through the hard times. You can walk through this storm that causes fear and causes worry and you can go through it looking to God and worshiping him because you know that with Jesus, you never walk alone. Please pray with me. Dear God, I, I thank you for this day. I thank you for this, this wonderful opportunity to come together. Um, and, I, and I pray that we know that with you, Lord, we, we never have to walk alone. And I pray that if anyone's struggling with fear, worry, and anxiety, they can, they can look to you, Lord, and, and even know that they have a place here to talk about those things. And I pray that your words are able to comfort us. In your name, amen. amen.